All right, good morning, everybody. It is Sunday, 3 p.m. here in Chicago, May 10th, 5, 10, 20 today. That's a pretty cool day. Mother's Day as well, so happy Mother's Day to all the moms that are out there. Word to your mother. I called my mom today, got to talk to her for a little bit, um, which is, it's kind of weird to talk to my mom these days because she also hears me talk for like over an hour every day because she comes to all the live streams. So we had a conversation about how that's kind of weird. Um, but you know, it's a weird time. We're getting used to new normals and everything like that. So, uh, hopefully you guys are doing well. Hopefully you guys are all able to call your moms if you're able to do that. Um, uh, you know, we certainly all wish we could hug our moms today, don't we? Um, but that is not available. Sorry about that. I was just messing with the microphone that's over here and just trying to make sure that everything is working out. Okay. So hopefully everyone's doing all, all right. I got my run in today. I actually did two runs today. Did a little bit more than 10. In the morning, then got the live stream done and then uh, headed back out for another five. So that was nice. And then after that, like the moment I got back, it started raining really hard. So I feel really good about that. Um, Stevie76 says, yo, what's going on? Kiefer Vacation is here. He says, oi. <laughs> Stevie76 wishing everybody a happy Mother's Day. And Giuseppe says, or Giuseppe says, yo. Motivation Theory Running's here as well. Max Davis says, uh, hi, Kofuzi said, a new PB in the 5K today. Any advice for improving further? Uh, I'll give you the advice. It's like the answer to all the running questions I ever get. Run more. And so uh, congratulations on the new PB. Uh, depending on what your um, PB is in terms of like where you are in your progression, uh, I guess there's a couple ways to go about it. But my thought would probably be for you to add more distance running and over distance training, you know, making sure your longer runs are even longer than you've been doing. It might seem weird to have like a 5K runner do a 10 mile run. Uh, but assuming you're not in high school, um, then I think that's something that would really help you uh, to build up that strength for the later parts of that 5K race. Um, and if you're in high school, then I think that you probably don't need to be running a 10 mile run unless you're like uh, an elite level runner, in which case you probably have a coach. Um, but for like an average high school cross country runner running 5Ks, I think probably a six mile run is probably as long as you might need to go, maybe eight, something like that. Um, and that I would only do like early in the season or maybe in the off seasons. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. We got uh, Innes Dunbar saying, hi, Kapuzi. Hope you're having a good weekend. Uh, it's been a good weekend here. I hope you're having a good weekend too. Ken Fass says, hello. And John Bryan says, Sunday, Mom's Day. Yes, it is indeed. indeed. Taco Chef says, que pasa, Kapuzi. Uh, Mark's Soundcheck says, good afternoon. And Tom Anderson is checking in from the UK and in Macclesfield. Um, I've been following Twitter today, and it seems like a lot's been happening over in the UK uh, uh, with uh, the plans going forward. And Boris Johnson had some sort of uh, press conference or something announced today that's got a lot of people uh, pretty riled up. So it's been interesting to watch from like an outsider's perspective. Um, you guys are <laughs> pretty annoyed, but I, I sometimes I just feel like there's a lot of similarities in England and the U.S. now in terms of our leadership. Um, so it's it's like sad to see in some ways and funny to see in other ways. Um, I'm trying not to get too political about it, but um, I do see some similarities. Uh, Gaki CGKDD says, doing my second run on the treadmill now. Awesome. Uh, happy Mother's Day. Are you doing two treadmill runs a day? That is a double that I've never done before. I don't think, I, I think I've probably, I've done like a, a run outside and a treadmill. I've done that double before, but two treadmill runs in a day? Oh, that seems like a bad day. But at least you're getting to run twice. So that's good. 
Jonathan Reyes says, Chicago weather sucks. Yeah, I mean, talk about a slow start to the spring. I know, like, Chicago spring starts slowly, and there's always that footage that makes ESPN when, like, the baseball players are playing at Wrigley Field and it's, like, a snowstorm or they're, like, wearing winter gloves and stuff. Or they got, like, hooded hooded sweatshirts on underneath their jerseys, and, like, everyone kind of laughs and says that's funny. Um, but this is a slow start to the spring. I mean, it's May 10th, and it's just really strange weather. Uh, Noah says, did a virtual 10K this morning? It kind of failed because I didn't know if I started tracking or not. The app was kind of crappy. Oh, well. Signed up for a 5K virtual race trying to beat 20. Oh, okay. Um, he signed up for the 5K, but it sounds like he signed up for the 5K, but he ended up doing 10K because he couldn't get the tracking done. But anyway, uh, hopefully you were able to break that 20 minutes. Uh, hopefully you were able to break that 20 minutes. Um, but Awesome. Uh, Mark Soundcheck is Mark Ostrich. Ah, Mark Ostrich in the morning on Instagram. Mark Soundcheck. Some of you guys have two different handles, and I'm trying to keep them straight too. Uh, I know Geek Culture Vulture, and I for Geek Culture Vulture. If you're here, let me know what your because your your Instagram handle is something different, right? And so like that's something that like I'm trying to keep track of for you guys. Uh, Jefferson Sai says tuning in today from Boston. Awesome, listening. Love listening to these live streams on Spotify during the runs. That's cool. I'm I'm really glad that it's working out that way uh, because I do like want to treat it almost like a radio show, kind of like a radio call-in show. Because um, there's people that are on radio every day, right? And then there's like like all the talk show. Ho- Not that I'm as entertaining as like uh, Jimmy Kimmel, but like there's um, you know like talk show hosts that are on every day and they don't necessarily have themes, but they're on every day. And it's entertaining. And so I'm hoping to do that. And if you're uh, checking it out on Spotify or whatever podcast service you like, that's awesome. Um, then I think we're kind of doing something right. Um, Jeff, but he, Jefferson asked, do you think you're going to keep doing daily live streams after after COVID? I don't. Well, I mean, I think there isn't going to be a such thing as after COVID. Right. Um, like they'll, they'll be like, I think like at one point it'll just be like, oh, yeah. I guess we could say we're outside of co- we're after, we're like we're post COVID now, right? I don't think there's going to be like a day where like that's done, you know. Um, and I don't think that's what you meant, but I know what you mean um, in terms of like is this going to keep going? I don't. I've talked to my wife about it. I'm like, when do I do it? Like, I can't do it during the workday because I'm already like not getting enough done during the workday with the way that I try to drop off and pick up the kids, and I've been trying to like even take a step back from work so that I could be more involved with their like after school activities. So that they're not doing like activities at like six o'clock at night and getting home at like seven thirty. I think that's kind of late for an eight year old. Um, so I'm just like, I don't know when I would do it. Does it become like a weekly thing? You know, I don't know. I, I mean, because like, then it's like, well, maybe I do it once a week and I interview someone, but then you lose like the interactivity part of it. And I think that's like, you know, lots of people do really good interviews. I do okay interviews. I don't think I'm that good at it, and I think I could get better. But like. I think what I like about this is that like we're interacting, we're talking, we're hanging out. So like I want to keep that part of it. So it has to be at a time that's convenient for everyone, you know. So we'll have to figure something out. Maybe it becomes like Ginger Runner has Monday nights, so like I don't want to like try and compete with that. So maybe another evening is when we kind of do it. Thursday live stream happy hour. Maybe that becomes a thing, or maybe like Saturday after our long runs, you know. But Saturday's always so busy. So I don't know. We'll figure something out. We'll find a way to keep it going. Um, I can't wait to have to address that problem. You know what I mean? Because that means like things are getting better and there's races again and we're working again and all that stuff. Um, Stevie76, I think he's keeping a collection of like Kofuziisms. Run more. And then other ones look good, run good. 
Roy Garcia says, Happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there, for sure. Um, thanks to all the mamas. Uh, ben says, Hi, high mileage week for you this week. Any issues ramping up that fast? Uh, no, no. So I was able to get 70 miles for the week, which I'm really happy about. Um, but that's, I mean, it's yes, it's a ramping up because last week I only had like 50 something miles, but I also had two days on the bike. So I had like another, you know, like two and a half hours of activity that weren't road miles. So like cardio wise, I was okay. But I mean, really the ramping up part is like, you know, how are your knees and joints feeling? And so knees and joints are feeling great. The, the best they felt in probably a month. And so um, I, I wouldn't say no issues. Like like Wednesday or Thursday, I was like, ooh, I'm kind of feeling tired. You know, I don't shouldn't feel tired from as much activity, but I am. And then by the end of the week, I was like, Okay, I'm used to this again, but I, it's because like I I was at 80, then I came down, and then I was like kind of in the 40s, 50s, and then last week was like 55, and this week was 70. So like it's still all in the same area. It's it makes me feel good because then it's like your body doesn't completely forget its level of fitness, just because you have a month of lowish miles. So that was like very reassuring, and I feel good about that. Um, Max Davis says, thanks for the advice. PB is 2311, so not too fast just yet, but I'll get there. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, working on, um, you, you can work on two things. When you're further out from the race, you know, work on those longer runs just to build that aerobic base. Doesn't even have to be that hard, but just get used to being out there longer. And then uh, as you get closer to the race, then you want to be doing like 800s and 400 repeats um, at your 5K pace or faster. So that's kind of like two ways that things that I might do. Motivation Theory Running says, saw you hit the 70 mile mark for the week. Nice. Yeah, I was really proud of it. I I definitely though, as I was like finishing the, the last miles for today, I was like, hmm, this loop that I'm doing will take me to about four miles. Where am I? So I did pull out the phone and kind of like do the math. I was like, okay, I need 4.75 to get to 70 for the week. And then so I ran five. I had another mile at the end. So I was like, definitely searching for that 70 number because I wanted to see the seven as the first digit for this week. I talked about it the other day and maybe it was yesterday where like probably too much, but I do identify with like my weekly mileage number. Um, it makes me feel really good. So, I, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it could be a bad thing. I'm trying not to let it be a bad thing, but for this week, I kind of felt like I, I, I wanted to have it. I needed it. Um, John Bryan says, any podcast, you know, that talks about the science of long runs? I would say, I mean, not, um, I can't refer you to any specific episodes, um, but I, one podcast that I tend to really enjoy that I think talks about um, training a little bit more specifically would be the Morning Shakeout podcast, Myra Ferroli. He's a coach himself, um, an accomplished runner and um, very analytical. And so like he'll talk from time to time, depending on his guest. Um, about long runs and training approaches and training theory and stuff like that. So I really like to listen to him for that. That's one place that I tend to go uh, for that kind of information. Um, Ferris says, happy Saturday. Uh, Saturday. <laughs> Hi, Farrah. How are you? Happy Mother's Day to you. I'm hoping you're having a great day. Um, Flying Hippo 5000 says, come back to South Mountain on Phoenix. I promise it won't try to kill you this time of year. I, I mean, I, I can't wait to go back out there. I would love to go back out there again, especially now that I got some more sophisticated tools for doing some trail running that could help me from getting lost. I will definitely go during daytime hours and if not, bring a headlamp. Um, so, uh, you know, if you're willing to guide me, let's go. We'll do it together. 
Um, yeah, Motivation Theory Running just did a video on the long ride. I just saw that tweet go out a little while ago. So um, that's uh, something I'll be checking out personally. And then I know like Seth, like every, like pretty much I, th I think like once a season has a video that's about like, which I think is useful about a time to have that a useful, a useful frequency. Talks about like the two hour run or the long run. Um, he's a big fan of two hour runs. Um, he also likes very long runs as well. And so like, that's a place I look up, look up Seth James Amore's two hour long, two hour run or two hour long run, um, for further discussion on that as well. Martin Lange is taking, checking in from Germany. Good evening. Kofuzi. Hope you had a nice Sunday so far. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been, uh, relaxing. Um, made, uh, made a loaf of bread this morning. My wife found a new specialty mill, like a flour mill, and they are a peanut-free facility, so uh, that's very important for us in our house because my daughter has a peanut allergy. Um, but they tend to, they're based in Illinois, so based in this state, and they tend to source from local farms. So within the region, at least the Midwest region, so lots of cool things. And um, last night we had, they made a specific pizza, flour, pizza dough flour, and that was delicious. Um, and today we had their... Um, their whole wheat flour for a loaf of whole wheat bread. It was really good. It ended, there's no sugar in it. Oh, there is there sugar? There's a little bit of sugar in it, but uh, in that loaf of bread and that recipe. But like the bread, just I think just tasted really sweet compared to regular whole wheat flour that we have. So we made I made a loaf of that for her this morning to have with our breakfast, and then um, we've just been hanging out with the girls. Right now, my wife's actually. I think everyone in our household is live streaming right now. So I'm doing this live stream. And then uh, my wife is talking with her sisters and her mom and her brother uh, on a Zoom call. And, and the, the girls are in there with her. So that's what they're doing now and just hanging out. Hope you had a good Sunday too. Um, let's see. Um, uh, we got... Uh, and Bryosukaful says, ran 12 miles with 2,900 feet of gain on the trail today. Wow. Um, super technical in the Northeast, massachusetts -y. Awesome. That's a lot of gain. That's a, a lot of gain. And 12 miles. How long did that take? Well, that's got to take a real long time. But that sounds like a fun way to spend a day. Um, um, let's see. Uh we got someone, uh, and I'm afraid I can't read that, but they say, it's Monday morning over here. Awesome. Start of a new work week from home. Well, happy Monday to you, um, and hopefully you're having a good start to the week. Noah said, I signed up for the 5K as well. Did the 10K, but didn't get to set a good time because of the confusion. All right. Sounds good. Ben Hong says, Kofuzi, greeting from South Korea. Awesome. How are you over there? Just got in here. Awesome. Good. Happy to have you here. Um, uh, Gaki said, did the morning run with my dog around the block, but had to go home because he needed water. Oh, okay. I see. Um, Ben Hong, Ben Hong says, how's life over there? Restaurants open. Have you been eating out? We haven't been eating. The restaurants are open for delivery at this point in Illinois and in Chicago specifically. And, uh, we have not been ordering in very much. It's been, uh, over like the entire month of April. I don't think we ordered in any food. We do go, you know, we order groceries in. Uh, and stuff like that, but we haven't ordered any food and we just haven't felt com comfortable with it. Um, Junk Shoe says, what's up, Kofuzi? Um, going back to, um, oh, Ben Hong. Oh yeah, John Bryan, oh, John Bryan was asking Ben Hong how life is over there, sorry. And I answered the question. I thought it was all about me. Sorry, I'm being a narcissist. 
Um, but I have a question for Ben Hong as well, too, because I heard that there was a spike based on like one specific nightclub in South Korea. Um, and so maybe all nightclubs are going to be closed. I didn't know that nightclubs were open again, but um, hopefully you guys are doing all okay over there. Um, Demaji Brown says he's on the waiting list for Pike's Peak Ascent in August. Really hope the race happens as well um, as hopes to get a bit. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder what like waiting lists are going to be like though if races do go on and some people are like comfortable. I mean, either I think like it'll be like waiting lists, no one will get off the waiting list because everyone's like finally a race or people will be like, I'm not going over there. And so maybe the waiting list will be uh, a good place to be. Um, that runner guy says, who's your favorite running YouTube that you like watching? I like watching Jamie. Um, he's probably my favorite uh, as far as running YouTube goes. That running guy says, any plans to do time trials? Uh, for a long time, I said no. Um, I didn't really want to do them because I was very worried about like doing anything that would tax the my system too much um, by either making me prone or likely to get injury. Not that I think a time trial makes you likely to get injury, but I just want to like you know kind of keep things chill and easy. Um, but you know, it's been a long time and until so, like, maybe I'm, I'm kind of getting antsy about it. Um, John, Johnny's train video says he's still liking the stride pod. I, I am. And, uh, I would like to start looking at, uh, using power as a training tool a little bit more. So probably my next marathon training block, I will use the stride pod a little bit more, um, affirmatively right now. I kind of like wear the stride pod for all my running and then like, use all that collected data later on to kind of figure out like what should my paces be for a certain race or how hard should I be running or what do I think I can maintain kind of like as a way of determining fitness overall level of fitness. But I think that for this next, whatever the next marathon training block is, I'll probably use it the power number when I'm doing intervals. Uh, Sam Kyoto Kitoto says ever had to deal with runner's knee recovery. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever had runner's knee. So unfortunately I can't help you out with that. Um, Nelson Hong says, what was, was, was that the large rat at the end of the Nova Blast review? I think it was. I mean, I kind of remember Jabba being a little bit bigger than that one, but there's a, uh, there's a total of five rats that live like near that or hang out near that potted planter thing. Um, and so like, I've been running by it every day to flush them out. Um, <laughs> and I know that's mean to do to an animal, but it's a rat. So I'm a little bit less sympathetic uh about it um and uh yeah so it's one of it's one of, it's either java or part of his crew that's in there um i'll probably leave him alone in the next couple of days but i did want to get try and get some footage of the rat to show you guys since we've been talking about it so much um blaz grabnar says how do, how the heck does seth have an average 140 bpm most of the runs i know we just talked about it but damn he's really awesome I, that's what I, I mean his aerobic engine is incredible Right. And part of it, I'm sure he has some sort of natural ability that he was born that way. But I think a lot of it is he's been running for, I mean, since high school, I don't think he's ever stopped since high school running at a very, very high level. And so I think that's just what uh, he's built up for himself. And so that's why he can do that. And he's running at like for his harder runs, he's running at, yeah, like you say, like 140s or whatever. But like his easy runs, you know, it'll be just a little bit slower, but it'll be down in like the 110s. And he'll do like an hour and a half at like, Eight, eight minute miles at like 110 beats per minute and it's just uh, i don't i don't even understand that um junk shoe says any tips on it band pains 
Um, I think that for IT band pain, like I would see a, a massage therapist, someone that can help you with that. Cause I think that's really helpful. Um, I remember when I was having some issues with it, my coach was like, you got to go see a massage therapist. So like, I don't know that it's necessarily something I'm sure someone who knows what they're doing can, you know, work it out on their own, but it might be something that like someone else that knows what they're feeling can touch it and get a sense for it and then see if it's that or if it's something more serious. Um, one of the things that helped me when I was having that problem though, was I just, I just switch, switched shoes. And the shoe that I was doing running in was like loading my quads in a weird way and that caused some issues. So I was running in the on cloud flow and that shoe was just weird. It really disagreed with me and it made my left leg feel like I had um, IT band issues. So um, I got rid of that shoe and then I felt great like instantly, like in two days. Uh, uh, New York 77 says, hello, Kofuzi from New York. Uh, do you think Chicago Marathon this year is going to be canceled? Yes, I think so. Um, Ferris says, LOL Sunday. Haha. I'm tired. I thought you were joking. I thought you were joking Ferris, Cause like, I always like get on and I'm like, Hey, what's going on everybody? It's what day is it? Um, so I thought you were just kidding around saying it's Saturday. Um, and I know you did run a whole bunch, um, uh, for that relay. Um, but, um, I didn't think that's funny that you said it was Saturday. <laughs> um, Keeper Vacation says, dude, I literally broke down and bought a 50-pound bag of organic bread flour. A 50-pound bag? That's a lot. That's like a cement bag worth of like flour, isn't it? That is a lot of flour. My wife's like, should we buy a 25-pound bag of flour? It's really cheap if I get 25 pounds of it. I'm like, because you're buying like half a pallet. And it's not a half a pallet, but like it just 25 pounds of flour is a lot too. <laughs> you must be making a lot of bread. But, you know, I've always been of the theory that bread flour doesn't make that big a difference. It makes a big difference. I'll, I will tell you that now. It makes a big difference. If you're just getting into bread making, I would say, like, just use AP, all-purpose flour, for a little while. But if, like, you're getting into it and you're, like, liking it, try the bread, bread flour. I tried it for the first time today, and uh, it's, it makes a tasty bread. T. Davis says, what's up, Kofuzi? Uh, I just got back from a quick three-mile tempo. Walked into my girl cooking crab cakes and shrimp. Now the house stinks. I know it may, maybe it stinks, but you're gonna have a good meal coming up. That sounds delicious. Um, Martha says on the wildlife while running recurring topic, a fox appeared with something in its mouth. Couldn't see what it had caught. Whoa, hmm, that's interesting. And had a beautiful 10k easy run. That's awesome, Martha. But yeah, I wonder. I mean, I wonder what they're catching. You know, it makes me wonder like if the wild animals know something's up. You know, I know our dogs all prob our, our our dogs all know, our cats all know, like our pets know something's weird, but I wonder if like the wild animals realize that too. Um, Apoja Five E says, "Are the Ultra Boost 19 and 20 the same?" I would say absolutely not. They're very different shoes. I didn't like the Ultra Boost 19 at all, and I really like the Ultra Boost 20, which seems weird because they look almost identical, but uh, at least from the midsole perspective. But I think they're very different shoes. Um, the 20 is just, is, it's, I thought it was pretty good. I know there's varying opinions on it for sure. Um, but I really liked it and I'm surprised by that. Brandon, Wee says, Hey, Kofuzi training for my first marathon. Awesome. And I'm noticing that I'm getting runner stitch extremely easily. I've resorted to not eating or drinking at least three hours before. Is that sustainable for 42 kilometers? It can be if you're taking in nutrition and other forms during your run so what are you doing for your long runs now like if you haven't eaten three hours before um are you taking nutrition 
during the run at all. So it sounds like you're running completely fasted, which is fine. A lot of people do that. But for a race, you're going to want to have something in your system. Um, I don't think it's necessarily bad to not eat or drink three hours before, but you're going to need something to get you through the race. So like I would start playing around with some different gels as well to see if like they agree with you or not. And hopefully you can find one that you do. Andy FOD runner, for example, I know has been through like seven or eight different brands and types of gels that he's tried over the years because he kept like they, he kept, they kept giving him gastrointestinal distress. And so it's something that you might want to start trying to like figure out. Tom AK says, Kofuzi in the morning rat. The best we can do now for the Chicago Kofuzi run club here. <laughs> Um, as usual, running lifestyle and tech something, I don't know what's going on here, but like the rest the, your, um, comment is I like cut off halfway. I can't read it. it. said something about doing a nice 10 K in the Swedish forest this morning. And after struggling with motivation, small pains finally get back on, I think the right track. I hope you're doing well. Uh, it sounds like you are. So that's good. Nice 10 K in the Swedish forest. Sounds absolutely amazing. Um, I wish I could do that. Um, Ricardo Jose Rivera Justiniano says, stop fighting Nike. I miss your reviews of the best shoes in the market, love. Um, I hear you. I miss the shoes too. Um, and, you know, I've talked about it before and I feel like, you know, now is a really great time, I think, to uh, forgive and move on on a lot of things and still hold people to high standards, um, but to wipe the slate clean. I think that's a good time to do that. Um, let's see. Joshua Maudi says, Hello. That running guy says, loving your running filming shots at the moment. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, Giuseppe Angelucci says, feel like the Peg 37 should be your return to Nike. Uh, that makes sense to me. I mean, I skipped a lot of shoes that were really interesting. Um, not that I'm like, I had to pay dues or anything like that. But, um, you know, I feel like I've, uh, I feel like I've made my point. Um, Spamman says, no rats here, chipmunks and squirrels. I saw a lot of squirrels today. But only on like the second run that I did, like later on in the morning. I think the like the first run that I do is like between four thirty and six in the morning, and I think everything sleeps then, even the nocturnal animals. But um, the chipmunks, I didn't see any chipmunks today, but I've been seeing a lot of rabbits. I've been running by a cemetery with lots of grass, and so like there's lots of rabbits there, and I saw a lot of squirrels. They weren't red squirrels, but they're not gray squirrels either. I don't know what color they are. I have a hard time seeing color sometimes. And um, that's a tough, they were like a, I think they were kind of reddish. Um, but I saw a lot of those today. Joshua Maudi says, really enjoys jogging. I do too. I think you're in good company. You're in the right place. <laughs> Ken Pfaff says, remember Seth was a D1 runner at CU and he was a walk-on as well. Uh, I think I think he was a walk-on, right? Yeah, he was and is still very good. He is indeed. He was on the U.S. Uh, uh, national team for the, what was it, like a, a hill climbing championship some of some sort? What was the event that he was up there for? He went down to South America for something um, with a whole bunch of uh, other people, um, which was super awesome. If I were like the USATF, I would just like put Seth on a team because then you get a free videographer too. <laughs> but we don't have like a selection process in this country everything's by time trials right of some sort and so um i don't think they can just put them on a team but they should send them because then we can all get we all get to watch them. we all get like behind the season footage which is awesome um joshua moody says i switch shoes so often you have to in order to stay active yeah i agree i mean i should i switch shoes a lot too um 
Cody Vecchio says, what shoes do I run in the most uh, or most often? I, I mean, I don't have a shoe that I run in the most or most often. I'm, I'm like basically constantly rotating shoes through to test them. Um, there will be like a handful of shoes that I try to hold on to throughout the year just because I like them so much. Like the Beacon 2 is one of those shoes that I'll just hold on to for a really long time. Uh, the Rincon, I just retired. Um, I was thinking I might hold on to it a little bit longer, but since I've heard that the Rincon 2 is basically just an upper update, I don't really feel I need to keep the Rincon 1 anymore. Um, but that's one that's just really nice and you might want to bust it out every once in a while. So those are shoes that I'd probably hold on to longer. But other than that, you know, I try to like cycle through my shoes and get them to 100 miles and then move on to the next ones. Um, so right now I'm trying to put a lot of miles in the Ultra Escalante, the Glycerin 18, and then I'll probably move to the Ravenna and see if I can give the Ravenna a, a, a better go in terms of my daily trainers that I'll run in. And then I'm also trying to sprinkle in some... Uh, Mileage, mileage in some of the faster shoes I have. So like the Rebel and the Boston 9 will get, get some action this week. Um, and then I think I wanna look at the Fuel Cell TC and the Meta Racer. I think th that will make a pretty interesting versus video. So that's coming up as well. Let's see, uh, Dan Rodriguez says it's all relative. To break a 10 minute mile, my heart rate touches 180 beats per minute. Just started running this year though. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, that's the thing is like, that doesn't mean it's always gonna be that way. For you dan you know and so um you know the heart rate that you run at certain mileage um can change over time you can work on that um and that's something that i've been focusing on since about october um that running guy says you inspire me to start my own youtube channel one mile time trial while spinning with a handheld gopro five through the first mile and you're 45 wow that's that's really good awesome um congratulations um Kefir vacation of his 50 pound bread flour bag. He already used like 15 pounds. It's good work. Uh, Joshua Mowdy says, Kofusi, recent subscriber. Do you enjoy the mustache more than a beard? No, I think I'd rather have a beard, but I can't grow a beard. I don't know if you could see it, but like even just this stubble here, there's no hair right here. So like there's definitely, I have like weird different bald spots. So I can't grow a full beard. So I just started growing a mustache and I left it at that. <laughs> so that's where I'm at for now. Um, Gauthier Olberg says, how, how do you split up your interval runs? For example, five times 10 minutes and two minute rest. Are you complete stop running in between or slow jog? I don't like stopping um, during my running because I want all my workouts to simulate or to get me my legs and my um, cardiovascular system to feel what it's like to be in a marathon. If I could, like all the runs would just be 26.2 or 30 miles long, but I can't run like that. And so I have to do things that simulate those kinds of efforts and simulate that kind of fatigue. And so even when I'm doing tempo runs um, or intervals um, or even speed work, I try to not stop. If I have to, I'll walk if I'm running that hard, but I'd rather jog and make that part of the workout. And so part of that is I'm trying to stay away from the track unless I need a soft surface to run on. Um, because when you're on the track, it lends itself very easily to just like walking and catching your breath. Um, but I would rather, I've been structuring all my interval runs. Um, so that way it's like, if I have like five mile, five by one mile repeats or like five by 10 minute repeats, I'll do like um, 10 minute tempo and a two and a half minute jog, you know, and that's how I'll do it. And then I'll just try to figure out, okay, like what's the mileage at my 10 minute tempo pace is generally around however much that is. And if I run that pace for 10 minutes, how far is that? And so then I figure out like, okay, if I'm going to have a 20 minute warm up, but I only need like a five minute or 10 minute cool down, when do I turn around that kind of thing? So I have to do some kind of mental math. Sometimes I end up running more than I plan on it because I'm not good at that kind of math. 
uh, arithmetic. Um, so that's kind of how I have it. Uh, I set it up. Um, so usually my rest periods are like um, a minute, 90 seconds, two minutes, or or two minutes, 30 seconds, depending on how long the interval was. If it's like five five by 10 or like uh, three by 20, then it'll definitely be on the higher end. If it's uh, like um, half mile repeats, then I'll just do a fart like that day. I'll do two by two minutes on, one minute off. And that is about a half mile um, interval for me. And so if I do like an hour and a half or an hour's worth of fart lick at two miles on, two minutes on, one minute off, you know, I'll end up getting like, you know, 16 or 14, 800s, which is a lot. But it's at tempo pace, so it's not like uh, uh, super strenuous. That kind of workout for me is more about just getting the legs used to being turned over without burning too much on the uh, aerobic slash anaerobic end. So that's how I kind of split it up. Um, Ilan Gallego says, hi Kafuzi, trying out low heart rate training. I was wondering if I should get an external heart rate monitor because my FR245 will drop about 15 beats per minute at random times. Will a heart rate monitor help? I would say if you're trying heart rate low heart rate training, I would highly recommend getting an external heart rate monitor. Um, my experience is a little bit different than yours. I've never had it where it drops 15 beats per minute. Sometimes like at the outset or the start of an activity, the heart rate will just be like clearly wrong for a long time. Like it'll stay at like 80 beats per minute for like the first three minutes. And I'm like, no, there's, that's definitely not right. Um, but typically what happens to me is 30 minutes, I'll have good, like low heart rate tracings. And then all of a sudden it'll like spike and I can't get it back down. That to me is like the watch going crazy. Um, and so that's why I have an external heart rate monitor and I recommend it for low heart rate training. Alvaro A. Artilis says, hi from Nicaragua, Adidas SL20 versus Brooks Hyperion Tempo for daily training, for daily training. That's interesting because I don't consider either of those a daily trainer shoe. I'm, hmm, that's close. The SL20, I feel like has a little bit more forgiveness in the heel than the Hyperion Tempo. But that like nitrogen foam, it's pretty nice and a little bit cushy without being sloppy. And so that's pretty nice too. I might go, for, if I'm gonna use it as a daily trainer or do a lot of easier paces in it as well, I might go with the SL20. Blazgrabnar says, we had people buying like a lot of flour and because the particular person was older, everyone was joking that the flour would be passed to their kids. The person bought so much. <laughs> Um, I've seen lots of people going around getting mad at other people because they're like, all you people trying to make banana bread because you think it's a novelty. It's so annoying because I normally make a lot of bread at home. And they're having, so like people are not fighting over the flour, but I know for a while it was hard to get flour um, at the grocery store. And so my wife and I were concerned for a little while too. So we definitely have a couple of like 10 pound bags of it in our house as well. Cause we've been like baking bread. Cause we haven't been buying like store-bought bread lately. We bought a, we have a bread machine and we've been baking bread at home, you know, pretty regularly. I like to eat pizza. And so we've been going through a lot of flour. Uh, Pierce Kaputska says, what is your all time favorite shoe ever? Uh, his is the, by far is the Clayton one. Used it for everything from 400 repeats to long runs. Did you like the Clayton one? Oh, Clayton one. I thought you said the Clifton one. I never ran in the Clayton. Um, my favorite shoe all time of all time is the Pegasus 33 Shield. Has a lot of sentimental value. I really like that shoe. Um, as usual says, oh, the cutoff thing is weird. Yeah, I'm glad you're seeing it too. I'm not just me. Um, originally from the Netherlands, but living somewhere else. Uh, studying and loving, oh, in Sweden, I think, right? And loving the nature. Awesome. Very cool. 
Um, Scott says, do you donate the shoes you don't run in anymore? Yeah, we normally take them to the Salvation Army here, but right now the Salvation Army is closed. So they're not taking donations. So, uh, I mean, I guess fortunately with everything getting locked down, I wasn't running as much as I normally did. So I didn't have, I don't have a huge backup. And before everything shut down, we happened to have coincidentally dropped off like 50, maybe not 15, but like seven or eight pairs of shoes. So a lot of them get, you know, they all get donated. Pretty much, pretty much all the shoes get donated after, after 100 miles. Some of them get donated before that if I don't like them. Um, so, yeah. I would like to be able to donate it to somewhere that either recycles the shoes. Like I know that there's programs that will like recycle shoes and turn it into material that get used on tracks, like high school tracks. Um, or send it to someone that like will like send them to countries that don't have access to a lot of shoes or to uh, different like cross country teams where like a lot of the kids might not have the ability to buy a lot of shoes. Um, but like I haven't found one that's con as convenient to me as just like including it with all our other donations that we take to the Salvation Army. And so like I just send it there and I hope that like I hope that it just becomes a thing where like all the moms that are out there, speaking of Mother's Day, all the moms that are out there that ca to have kids that are size nine and they're getting into running will realize that like the Salvation Army in Chicago always has a really good supply of very fresh, like hardly used size nine running shoes. So I hope that like the word gets out. Um, Louis Becerra's here says, yellow, super late. Yo, what's going on? Hope everyone's doing well. Well, we're glad to have you better late than, than never. Um, Tommy AK says, happy Mother's Day and thanks and see you later. Awesome. <laughs> Josh Mowdy says, drinking nitrogen foam in his coffee right now. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Michael Walker says, looking to get a Nike shoe. What should I look at as a beginner? The place that I start everybody off, if they're looking at like a beginning shoe, regardless of brand, is whatever the daily trainer is. And the daily trainer for Nike is the Pegasus. And the Pegasus 37 just came out. So... Um, there's a lot of reviews for that shoe that are out yet right now. Um, I don't have one out yet, um, but that it looks really exciting to me. And that's where I would look first. Um, Ross Paul says, thank you for inspiring me to run. Kofuzi, you're a legend. Well, thank you so much. And I'm glad you're out there getting some runs in. Awesome. Gata Olberg says, Peg Turbo 2 or Zoomfly 3. Um, I think that they serve slightly different purposes. But for me, I like the Peg Turbo more than I like the Zoomfly 3. Um, Joshua Mounty says, enjoys treadmills more than he thought. Awesome. Due to the ability to pace correctly, effectively, and consistently. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely that. Like, I know there's a lot of people that like to do their interval workouts on the treadmill, but I just feel like the treadmill makes me have to work for those numbers. And I, like, I'm like, I'm a kind of a vanity metrics kind of guy. And like, when I have to work harder to get like eight minute per mile pace on the treadmill, that makes me upset. So <laughs> like, it's a negative feedback loop, you know? So that's why I don't like the treadmill quite so much. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm probably working just as hard, but it feels harder because you don't feel the breeze, you don't feel the air, you don't get as distracted by the scenery around you and just, it feels harder to me. Um, Doku Gatagurin, Doku, Doku Tagurin, I always say it wrong. Doku Tagurin says, hello from Adri, Alberta. Awesome, good to see you. Um, Bob Rim says, how does the fuel cell rebel do on corners? I like it. It has that little wing on the side that supposedly give you a little bit of that extra stability. I always thought that it was more for like the way a foot hits, but 
people tell me it's for stability but in either regard it does pretty good on corners i think though that like more than the little winglet thing that's on, or like i call it the sixth toe of the rebel i think it's like the the outsole pattern i'm not sure how it's going to wear and my fuel cell rebels aren't that deep i only got like 30 miles in on mine um, but I'm concerned about how that wears because I had the um, Zante Pursuit, which had like crystal rubber on the outsole. And once that started wearing down, it got a little bit slippery. So uh, it's something that I'll keep an eye on on corners. These days when I'm running on the sidewalks out here, I do run into a, a couple more corners than I might normally run into. So I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. But so far, it's been good to me. Um, the upper is knit material, but it keeps you pretty locked in. So like you're not sliding around too much. Um, in 5R says, calling in from the UK, um, likelihood of New York City Marathon happening? I think not very high. Not with how hard New York has been hit. I can't imagine them. I feel like with New York, like, you know, de Blasio kind of, um, I don't I don't think, I don't fault him for it, but, you know, he didn't lock the city down very quickly. He kind of encouraged people to keep going about their days very, very early on in all this happening. I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback him. Um, you know, I just think that, like, I'm not going to – there's very few people that I'm going to Monday morning quarterback on how they respond to all this stuff when they've never seen anything like it before, when no one's seen anything like it before. But um, but I think part of, like, what they're in, in kind of the um, debriefing of it, they're going to think that, you know, uh, slow action in terms of limiting the, the, the influx and outflux of people into New York City was a contributor to their spread. And I just can't imagine them, even though the New York Marathon is later in the year, I can't imagine them bringing, like, the entire world over for a race where, like, hundreds of thousands of people will also be lining the streets. So I just don't see it happening. Uh, will Gras says, moving to Chicago this summer, are you familiar with any reliable running stores in the area? Uh, I like to support local running stores and will need new shoes soon. Yes. Um, Fleet Feet has a couple of locations in the local area. There's a Roadrunner Sports location. Um that's uh, near the Whole Foods on North and Sheffield in that area, just a little bit south of there, um, south of like the Apple store on North Avenue. Um, so there's a Roadrunner Sports there. Then there's like two or three Fleet Feet locations in the area. And I think those are the running shoe stores that I'm aware of. Are there more? There's like Naperville has like um, its own specialty uh, running store, depending on where you are, that might be easier for you to get to. Um, those are the ones that I'm aware of. Um, let's see. Uh, Jefferson Sigh. Would you consider your, what would you consider your best race? Not necessarily in terms of finishing time, but maybe just overall experience. Uh, that would easily be the tunnel marathon in, outside of Seattle. It's 2000 feet of running downhill. You run down a mountain and it's amazing. It's so much fun. And the views are spectacular. The people are great. The people that you run with are great. It's just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, the only thing that it's missing is that, like, uh, my, my running buddy was telling me, that my buddy that I went out to, to run it with, he's like, this is like a trail race, not like a road race. And I'm like, so what's the difference? He's like, well, there's not going to be as much, I guess there could be as much beer, but, like, after, after the race, there was, like, um, like, a pool that, like, water came up to, like, your thigh that you could stand in if you wanted to to cool your legs off. And there was, like, watermelon and cookies and chips afterwards whereas like a regular like a road race these days it'd be like beer and like a cliff bar you know it's a little bit different um but uh it was a lot of fun i, I really enjoyed that race um we'll do one more um cedric brady says when the new hoka lineup comes out and the shoes 
right now goes on sale. What should I get? Rincon one or Clifton six? It's a good question. Both are great shoes. I really enjoyed both of them last year. I think it would depend on what you need more in your kind of like rotation. If you already have a good daily trainer with lots of mileage left in it, uh, I would get the Rincon one because that's a, not exactly a daily trainer. It's more for your faster days. A lot of people like to race in that shoe and I think it's a great choice for longer races. Um, but if you are kind of like, I don't have any shoes in my rotation right now where I can go with anything, then I would get the Clifton because that's a more of a daily trainer and it could do a little bit of everything. Lots of people run their marathons in that shoe as well and really enjoy it. So it's pretty versatile. I really enjoyed running in the Clifton uh, 6. That was a good shoe. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it for, uh, at that for today, guys. Thanks so much. Sorry for if I didn't get to your comment or question today. You can always message me or DM me somehow on Instagram or on Twitter. Or I'll be back on Instagram tomorrow at 6 a.m. or back here on YouTube 3 p.m. Uh, I'll echo Luis Becerra's thoughts where he says, Happy Mother's Day to everybody. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. If you haven't called your mom yet, go call your mom. Um, if you can... I don't know if you guys can give your moms hugs, but if you can, go do it. I can give my mom a hug, but I usually don't anyway because we live far away. But um, send love to your moms out there. Um, hi, Mom. I know you're in here. So, hi, Mom. How are you? Um, and, guys, I will see you guys tomorrow. Be safe on your runs out there.